comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Episode 303. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode: Do you believe in life after love? Okay, guys. Yes. Happy New Year, by the way. Oh, yes. I'm opening up a w- bottle of bubbly right now as we speak. As we record this, it is New Year's Eve. Yes. Happy New Year's. As you listen to this, this uh, welcome to 2013. Frag- now, is this going to be. A, this whole year is going to be unlucky. I, I just want to be is on this record. Is going to be a, a yeah. bad year because of its 2013? Well, um, I don't know. I mean, for the first time. Since like 2007, we all have regular jobs, so I guess that can't be a bad thing. So that's a good thing, yeah. you know. I mean, so far it's we're a good starting start. off on the right foot. It's a good start. Yeah, and you know, in other cultures, 13 is not a bad number. Oh, really? Yeah, like in China, I believe. It's yeah, not. It's, it's a like, good luck number. It's like associated with monkeys or something, isn't it? Everybody <laughs> loves monkeys. Everyone loves monkeys. I know. I'm gonna have to cue. I'm gonna have the to friskier that. the better, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm gonna have to cue that thing up now that you said that oh well <laughs> please do i did it i did it for you brad so it was my new year's gift to you which is weird people don't usually get new year's gifts welcome to episode 303 what did you say oh i was about to say no i mean at the beginning what episode was oh 303 it? 303 yeah wow i had to fire already um, huh had to fire uh crystal she was coming in late or heather she yeah she was coming in late i forget which one she was she was not professional who was the first one um, She'd start drinking really expensive oh. champagne too. And yeah, you know what? That stuff eats into our budget. Frankly, we're we're allocated just so many dollars, so many monies right. for fine champagne, and yeah. she blew it within the first two weeks. You get fine champagne, really? It was Heather, yeah. Crystal was the first girl okay. because Heather, I had to find. Yeah, oh, okay. Because usually I'm buying Pabst Ribbon with the money you guys give me. Maybe I'm not getting the same cut. You guys are getting for your alcohol purchases. Well, you have to, you have to negotiate your stipend on that, and oh, you know, I, didn't, I always negotiate. HR didn't tell me that. No. Hey. HR basically said, "Here, <laughs> sign this," and I said, "Okay, what am I signing?" I want to you had to read that stuff. I want to get to that, but I, I just I s- fine saw print. this email that I need to mention before I forget. Okay, do you remember when um, we were confused about Hugo's last name? Was it Chavez? Lionel? Was it Rivera? All that stuff. Oh yeah. Um, Anyway, he what Hugo? He one of our listeners. Yeah, he was late. In, oh, okay. He was late in listening. Speaking of late, you need some volume. Yeah, that's much right. better. He was late in listening. Do I sound as as loud as Bill does? You sound good to me, Bill. Hmm. I don't know. 
testing one two three uh, oh, testing uno dos cinco do I sound this yeah you okay sound great. Great. well so, what's weird is you two guys are wearing like the same type of headphones too oh yeah and I'm actually, the one I'm the outlier here yeah. I'm the statistical oddity are those uh, Phillips I didn't, I didn't make that first word really ring like I wanted to um hmm. he was late in listening to the episodes where we were asking for donations for a new mixer oh I remember that and he said he wanted to give us a donation and oh, good heavens and do you remember me reading that email and saying you know we actually have some website dues coming up yeah anything right. you want to donate to that we'll pay for you know we'll help pay for that it didn't hurt that you were dabbing away tears while doing right. it right i think that kind of thing that comes over uh you know speakers. and if there was more you know if that if there was more the donation was larger than the website dues i would buy uh bumper stickers yes with it ah he gave us an extremely nice donation. Oh my! I'm gonna what? I'm gonna lower the microphones. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you guys how much it was. Okay. I don't want to embarrass him. No way! <laughs> so that will that will more than pay for our website dues. Wow. Our uh, doma- domain renewal. Yeah, Hugo. Wait, we gotta take a moment, Hugo. Thank you, so Hugo. Much. That's very you're, generous. You're officially my third favorite Hugo after the dude from Lost and Hugo Chavez. Who's everybody? He's not doing so well wow. these days. So, um, yes, thank you very famous. much, Hugo, for that. And nice because of that, socialist dictator of Venezuela. because of that generous offer, I will order some bumper stickers. Obviously, I'll send one to you, Hugo. Uh, I'm John Wimmer. Already asked for one via mm-hmm. email. If anybody else wants a Half Hour Wasted bumper sticker, please let us know. Half Hour Wasted at gmail.com. Good. Or Brad, Frank, or Bill at Half Hour Wasted.com. Let us know. And uh, Now, are these going to be uh, Sharpie on uh, sheets of paper no, covered actually, in tape like last time? Or no, these, actual, these are, these are quality, professional. Okay. Professional. Awesome. Professionally That's even printed. better. Thank now, you very much, Hugo. Yeah, thank you so much. Is it going to be like? Is it going to be the sweet round logo, or is it going to be like a bumper sticker shape? It's like the one that Frank has on his car shape. that's been uh-huh. reversed it's colors been by the sun. Yeah, yeah. which so, is weird. I mean, that shows how how good it is because that thing has held up really well, except that it's got a reversal. Yeah, on what it. was black is white, and what was white is black. Which yeah, is that, the weirdest thing ever. It makes no yeah. sense. But it's awesome. You know what it means? There means there had to be a time when black and white were meeting and mm-hmm. they were both gray and you couldn't read that thing at all. <laughs> it was just a gray bumper sticker. Yeah, you could that that'd be I would have loved to have seen that. Anyway, yeah, let's, yeah, do this. let's yeah. get some bubbly. This oh, and, and Hugo. Hey, oh. stick in there, Hugo. Stick it out, brother, because uh I don't know how long Chavez is gonna be with us, so you may be moving up to number two on the list here <laughs> anytime now. And and if if Jorge Garcia doesn't uh doesn't call me back, then You'll be moving up to number moving one. Up Thank you. So Thank you. This is a bottle of wine I got on my trip to mm-hmm. Germany. This is our it's sparkling wine. This is a good time to break it out. Oh because yeah. It's New Year's Eve, this so is the trip that you lost your iPad on. Right, but I got it back. I don't Yay. know if we ever talked about that on the show. We oh, may have. I think we did. Okay. Um. So let's celebrate. So okay. it's uh, yes. Frank Ge- Grelio. Our last night there, we had a nice dinner. And uh, they brought out this table wine, and I commented how good it was. And so our our guide that night mm-hmm. bought a, bo- a bottle for me, and I brought it back. Beautiful. So I'm going to... Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Do it over the tile. Good, 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 Frank. Good, Frank. Good, Frank. Do you need the wine open? Yeah. need the bottle opener? No. no it's just, just the, it's so uh, hard in there. It's like a cork. Oh, hey. All right. Whoa. Wow. It's smoking. You smell it? I, it's ticking, too. Get out of here. It stings the nostrils. Hey. In a good way. Hey, while we're uh, while we're giving thanks for things, um, I'm gonna play some Auld Lang Syne. I want to. Uh, oh, oh, Frank, you are good. 
I'm, I'm liking the way it, it domed up over the top, and uh, wow. I always forget what the principle is of, of um, the like aquatic adhesion or whatever. Oh, or oh. <laughs> on the third one he spilled. That's uh, okay. That's why we have the towel with us. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, who's not a fan of table wines? I mean, really. French table wines. Right. My homemade table wine. Didn't, uh, didn't, didn't Monty Python do a whole skit yeah. on that? Yeah. Australian table wines. Right. Many people poo-poo Australian table wines. <laughs> All right, guys, here's to a, a wonderful Yay. 2013 with you guys. Yes. Here, here. And I love you both. Love you, Brad. Love, love you, Bill. Too. And I look forward to doing at least 20 or 30 more half hour wastes next year with there you guys. There you go. What do you say we crank it up a notch and do five a week? Let's not do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. I'm just kidding. That there are no bad suggestions. Let's table them. That'll uh that'll cut into uh personal time. Over the <laughs> lips and through the gums, watch out stomach. Here, Here it, it comes. comes. Right. Ooh. Uh, wow. It's interesting. That's good. A little grapey. I like uh I like the grape. I'm a fan of the grape. It's um it's carbonated too. Yes. So it's a little easier to drink. It should be served colder than this, but you know, whatever. Frank drinks most of his beverages at room temperature, so we're glad yes. to get what we've got. Which uh more some- wine. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Someone at work told me that is the weirdest thing. Just a little bit. That is the weirdest thing that they've ever That's come good. across. Someone that drinks sodas at room temperature. Bill? Oh, uh, it you know, I'm I'm good for the moment. You know what? I'll take, All right. I'll take some. I'll, t- I'll top it off here you a little bit. You know, that song always depressed me for some reason. I don't know why. I, you know, I, I do Is have to tell you. Is it the end of It's a Wonderful Life? It's you know, I've never seen that movie. Oh, wow. I that movie. Really? I, I've never made a point to watch that movie. Um, but I've seen it oh. probably five or ten times in my life just because there's the TV and there I am. and It's the family and hey, you can't change the channel to watch wrestling. Tell me, who can you guess who this is? Well, not with you talking over the top of it. It's Judy Garland. No. Anne Hathaway? No. Okay. Ju- well, it's, it's really Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Yes, yeah. we all know That's that. That's awesome. But, uh, I like her. She's She was a cute nun. I can okay. tell you that right now. All right. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, I mean, I kind of did. Mean, uh, but you mean Sally Field, right? No. Hmm? No. She was not your favorite nun? Sally Field was not? I never saw that. The Flying Nun or whatever? She flew. So she it. was so much more... Why don't you go back to that thing I interrupted so you about? I was, um, was. I was going to say... No, I actually had somewhere I was going you with that. You know what we should do is make New Year's resolutions, too. Oh, that's okay, a great fine. idea. Okay, I'll stop talking. <laughs> I, have, I have bills. We did this last mm-hmm. year, or a couple of years ago. Yes. We each made New Year's resolutions for the other. Oh, yeah. Do you remember doing that? Wow. I remember that. In fact, when I was doing my research for episode 300, <laughs> I came across is, the... I didn't do yeah. any of that. I came across the thing where... Your resolution, the New Year's resolution I had for you, Frank, was to get you to pronounce Boba Fett correctly. <laughs> Bobo Fett. Boba Fett. Um, my New Year's resolution for you this year, Bill, yes, is for you to not talk as much and let Frank and I get in some words edgewise. No. Go. No. You know what? Now, I'll tell th- you what. That was your chance. No, <laughs> you didn't take I it. I just changed my mind. My New Year's resolution for you is for you to stop doing this. That because you do that 
two or three times an episode. That is for comedy effect, and uh, you would think I, I won't so. apologize for that. You would think it's comedy effect. Well, clearly somebody has to think it's funny. You know, this for is what it to I'm be saying. Yeah, comedy. This is what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm so, not an idiot. Since, since we're piling on Bill, Bill, what my New Year's what? resolution for you? Yes, brevity. Embrace it. Uh, for someone who's won as many uh, spelling bees as I have, I'm not familiar with that term. So yeah, just mm-hmm. just you know, I'm have encapsulate. To I I have a friend encapsulate. Who's, whose husband uh, yes. tends to to there's another friend who tends to mm-hmm. story. Her husband tells a lot of long stories. So you want me to do a lot more of my Bill gets straight to the point segments yes. in the new year? Amen. Okay. Well, I do. I miss that open. I miss that open. So I may go ahead and roll that. She has to do a visual cue when he's telling a story, mm-hmm. where she takes both hands and brings them closer together, and then she makes like a face, like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you know he's telling a story, and then we did this, and she just looks at him, and goes, eh. It's similar wow. to the one that you do, Frank, where you raise your hand in the air and you make a circle with your finger yeah. over mm-hmm. and over and over. Which that happens a lot, people. Yeah. <laughs> and Bill, I think you just I ignore d- it. Well, You're I see like- Frank. Frank does that in bars, and then the ladies start swarming around yeah. him. I, I Actually, it was just I, end a- up, I end up buying around for the whole bar when I right. do that, and I don't mean for that to happen. Dang. Ouch. <laughs> I do not often drink. Do you have resolutions? When I do, for anybody? No, I don't have any dang resolutions. You have to right. give resolutions to me and Brad, even if huh? you just make it up. That's how it works. Okay, uh, Frank. Um, my resolution for you is to get out of that hellhole you work in and uh, go find a nice job at a Home Depot or something. Hey, you got it. Okay. And Brad, my resolu- my my wish for you for your resolution is to. Uh, um, I want you to have a, a small harem by the end of the year. Okay. <laughs> I want what Brad has. Okay. All right. Brad, share with Frank. Okay. This is how we do it in our house. Zoe, Sage, share with each other. Brad, Frank, share with each other. Does someone so need a hug? Maybe. Bill? Maybe Brad can. Maybe you can get some hours to Home Depot from Frank. I think come Frank- over to the Home Depot. We'll take you. We got everything. We I got mean, screwdrivers, that's right. wrenches, everything. We got yeah. We got. Orange aprons. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got uh, household cleaners made uh, uh, almost purely of orange rind. Yeah. Right. My and New Year's resolution for paper you, Frank, bags yes. you can put is to turn your new house in. into a home. Oh. So By the way, guys, I got a new place. Yeah. And I think we've we've agreed next week we're recording at my place. Yes. Yeah. If I have internet connection. Yeah, we haven't uh, passed uh, that by uh, by the professor wow. yet, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to get clearance for that. So sorry. Maybe best of luck. Maybe the acoustics will be better over there. We'll, we'll oh, there's out. a lot of tile and hardwood. They may not be. <laughs> you know what? Are we gonna need to put up a bunch of blankets and yeah, Sonics in there? You know what I just realized? Okay. Because of what Bill just said, the professor. Mm-hmm. She basically runs this show. How do you mean? Because she controls when we record. She controls access. Oh. She does. Yeah. Yeah, she, she basically she has the egress. keys to the studio. Yeah. I've still got some. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just barely a little left. Just top you know? it off. I'm not going to pour it on the keyboard. I'll let you do that. But uh, I mean, this anyway. is th- this stuff is easy to drink. Okay. So you guys were hoping for some brevity uh, out of me, and yes. um, I've tried now uh, twice to start off the the one thing I was actually going to say this episode. Oh, please! And have been violently interrupted twice now. So <laughs> let's let's not all assume that this whole anti-brevity thing I'm on, you know, is is all a reflection of my processes now the way know, i function now we know you have to think through your as thoughts as orator which is fine yes but sometimes you sometimes you need to just 
Well, see, <laughs> there's this concept called dead air. Yes. When you're working in a, in a medium that is strictly aural, mm-hmm. that's A-U-R-A-L. Thank aural. you for that pronunciation. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, well, I mean, it is oral, too, because uh, otherwise you'd have to put the microphone up to your neck and just... I even like the names on the amount. Yeah, I mean, you could do that, but right. that's not gonna. It's not gonna be as effective. You know, it's just now, speaking. Now, there's with also your vocal cords. along with dead air, your human vocal cords. There's also the concept of sharing, <laughs> okay. which you know. All right, a well, lot of before we do, okay. you know, shh, 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 shh. before we start this sharing <laughs> crapola, um, let me get this thing out of the way here. Let me just go ahead and get this out of the way. Right. No, I'm kidding. It doesn't deserve to get out of the way because. Uh, um, I think we've uh, we've done some Facebooking. I know the uh, the the mighty professor has, but um, we've spoken about. Uh, oh yes, episode three hundred, where Sage unveiled his Hoth edition Millennium Falcons. Yes, awesome! That the great and powerful BDS Murph sent to us out of what can be considered nothing but goodness of heart and purity of virtue and all that good stuff. Thank you for punching your ticket to heaven, uh, Liz. I uh, just wanted to let you know, uh, you will probably know this uh, before the episode hits, um, but uh, Sage and I, um, Sage, with some help from me, my help is usually, Dad, I need to find this piece. Oh, you mean this one? <laughs> Thank you, Dad. And then he puts it on, and life is good. But, uh, yeah, he put he put every piece together. He okay. did I himself? Couple, awesome. I put a couple of them on. Um, but uh, but no, homeboy, um, he finished that son of a gun, and I could not be much more impressed with his performance. Uh, it was, we put about a third of it together, and then it sat for a couple of days. And then we put a little more of it together, and then it sat for about a week. And then we finally... Uh, um, we finally uh, uh, made a big push yesterday and got the uh, got the entire thing put together in one gigantic feat of engineering. It's up there on the on yeah the, by the TV. It's pretty nice. I'm gonna go take a look at it. What are you guys talking? Yeah, it's missing one leg, so be gentle to it. Um, I mean, it's not missing the leg. The leg is there. It's just not attached for some odd reason. Um, the, here's the thing, though. Uh, we found out the hard way. Uh, we we finished it yesterday. We found out the hard way. That um, while you can hold it and display it and play with it gently, very gently, it's not really a play toy right. per se. It is made out of Legos. Yeah, yeah, it is. That is the that is the that is the. That is like the size. It's dang near the size of a regular Millennium Falcon. But you know, it's we um, actually took a ride in it. It's uh, not space worthy. Really? Correct. It, there are a number of places. It's not. It's not airtight. So Correct. that would be bad. You can't. We 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 noticed we started getting lightheaded about twelve thirteen thousand feet, okay. and we had to, we had to bring it. We had to bring it back down in an extreme emergency dive. And very cold. Yeah, yeah. But luckily, it's uh, it's green. You know, it's, it doesn't use fossil fuels. Um, you know, it uses you know dilithium crystals. <laughs> everybody knows that. So uh, it works like a champ. Um, it's a little. It's pretty awesome. Um, it is a drag to wash, though. <laughs> There's so many little nooks that you don't even realize till you have your own Millennium Falcon that there are all these little nooks and crannies on it. L O L I M H O colon parentheses. 
And the helmet you got to wear to run that thing. The helmet? <laughs> hey, I don't want to. It has a baby grand attached to the back of it, man. That thing is huge. I don't want to. And heavy. I don't want to bring the room down, but I'm going to. I think it's important. Thank you, Liz. Yeah, thank you very much, Liz. Thank you, Liz. Um, Bless you. You guys know Peter David? Oh, yeah. Yes. The, the writer from, yeah. well, Hulk, among other things. Yeah, he's my favorite writer. Uh, yesterday, he had a stroke yes. on December the 30th. Oh, goodness. Um, and there's an update on his website. By the time this episode comes out, I'm sure there will be more information. But basically... Um, as of yesterday, he lost most of the use of his right arm. His right leg is incredibly weak. The vision in his right eye is blurry, and the right side of his face is drooping slightly. Wow. Uh, but the brain is there with all its quips and quick retorts. He has Good. had the nurses laughing a lot. That was what his wife posted on his website. Um, he's my favorite author, and I just wanted to... Let people know. Well, let's let's wish him well here. Let's give him a little cheer no to to Peter David. He's brought uh, us a lot of joy over the years, and he's going to be great. Yes, Mister David. Know, being that he's a writer, yeah. you know, I'm sure he can still function and stuff like that. But I'm sure by the help. time this episode comes out, we'll we'll know more. But I just thought, I mean that that bothered me because I just love the guy. I love his novels. I love his Star Trek novels. I love his books. And anyway, I hope he gets better. So we were going to do kind of a year in review, I guess, just talk about some of the highlights and stuff like that. And I went to CNN just to kind of look at their, uh, just what they had as big things that happened entertainment-wise. And the first thing they had was the Gangnam Style uh, video. Wow. And just how that was a phenomenon. Our very own Who Let the Dogs Out, huh? Yeah. The first time I ever heard of that was when they did that skit on Saturday Night Live when Seth MacFarlane was the host. I had not heard the song. I had not seen the video. And the whole time I'm watching this skit, I'm like, what is this about? I had absolutely <laughs> no idea. I had never heard the song, never heard the words Gangnam Style. Wow. And I thought, this is about the dumbest skit I've ever seen. I had no idea it was a parody of you something had no that had idea, did gone you? viral on YouTube. Now, a Gangnam Style, for those who don't know, is actually... Um, it's it's. The song is about a a. Um, it's kind of like here in the Metroplex area. Plano is known as kind of the frou frou type part of the Metroplex. Kind of the the rich people, the oh. style. That's kind of what Gangnam Style is um, is about in in Korea, uh, South Korea. That where they, you know, you know, that's what Gangnam Style is. It's just all those people that uh, just you know they they live lavishly and stuff. Uh, I have yet to see the whole video. I have seen parodies and I have seen bits and pieces of it, but I haven't seen the whole thing. But I like the song; it's fun. Yeah, I heard it. Um, gosh, off a. Uh, he's Korean. Korean. Yeah. South Korean. JB says that he's a huge deal over there. Oh yeah, yeah. He's been a huge deal for a while over there too. Um, he's no uh, overnight sensation, as they say. Um, now he did go to school, um, one of them, one of those Cal State schools, um, Cal State Northridge, Cal State Berkeley. Uh, one mean of he's those. been in the states for a while. He went to school here in America. I was, not and then he that. took his talents, much like LeBron took his talents to Miami. Sai took his talents to South, uh, back to South Korea, for the benefit of the motherland. However, that works out. 
You're going to be able to squeeze it. Man, if, if that screen on your phone was a little bigger, you would be able to get us all into it. I'm Brad's using the, taking a picture. I'm using the front-facing mm-hmm. camera. Yes. And do I need Bill, to yeah, you need on? the best squeeze in, Bill. Let me, okay. I'm going to change my... We're taking a picture on the... In- yeah, but I'm way too far away from the microphone for my comfort now. We were posing. On the, uh, on the plus side, I did have some nice underlight from the... Uh, the monitor. Bill's half out of that picture. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I, I doubt you guys mind, so it's all good. So, um, you know, I'm just sitting here looking at some of the stuff that, um, that Peter David did. I swear Peter David has written um, a decent amount of uh, TV episodes, and I think I'm yeah. getting him confused with uh, Jeff Johns. Uh, well, they honestly, both have written you know. some. Peter David wrote a couple of Babylon 5 episodes. Oh, he wrote okay. Space Cases, the TV show with Bill Mooney. Mummy from Lost in Space. Holy cow. <clears throat> I need to check that out. I I haven't listened to Gangnam Style since that skit. Really? I'm just, wow. It doesn't do anything. It's a it's a fun song. Um, I don't mind it. I've heard it, like, um, you go to bars and stuff. Sometimes they'll play it for fun, and, and people usually break out into the dance. So I, I wonder mean, it's what, worth it. I wonder what it would be like it. Pete's dueling piano bar. If they ever did that, <laughs> right? I bet that would be fun. The, describe Pete's for people who don't know. Apparently, there's several franchises of this dueling piano bar. Not necessarily just mm-hmm. Pete's, but it's it's basically some musical comedians who can play piano and other instruments, and they sing, and they get the crowd involved, and they go back and forth. There's two pianos that are head-to-head. That's why they call them dueling pianos. And sometimes they play a song together, and then sometimes they'll go back and forth between. It's just a lot of fun, and you're sitting there and singing. And, and bachelorette parties. It seems yeah. to favor a lot of bachelorette parties. Yeah, I've we've been there a couple, three times, and I don't think we've ever failed to land in the middle of a bachelorette party. Yeah. Well, I did something at, du- at mm-hmm. Pete's Dueling Piano Bar once mm-hmm. that I... Uh, Never thought I'd do, and probably will never do again. Yes. And what's that, yes. Brad? I forget what the what the song was. Mm-hmm. Um, it might have been right. Said Fred, "I'm too sexy for the shit. Too sexy." You know that well, one. That would explain. It might have been the uh, party rocking, party rocking in the house. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, which one. boy, you want anyway, to have some great songs there. The guys, you know, goad mm-hmm. the piano musicians they goad people to get up on the stage you know all the guys come yes. up here and if you're a man you'll take your shirt off and and dance and all this stuff and that's basically what i ended up doing i was so fortunate to have uh bill, been on a restroom run bill and our friend john snitker had gone out to the restroom together you know because we we're guys i mean right. we go to the restroom together that's what guys do right <laughs> so and it just happened to be to I, I didn't have to <laughs> urinate at the time so i stayed in uh I somehow got suckered up on the stage with 99% of the yeah. other men in the audience. Anyway, let's oh. forget about that. <laughs> Are there any photos of that, Brad? Actually, <laughs> uh, Stas. Yes. Anast- how do you say her name? Anastasia. Anastasia, yes. uh, who was in the, the band records with yes. the professor. Yes. Which was is their there. improv group. Yeah, was there. And she took pictures and apparently a video of me while I was on stage. Allegedly. She goes, when I came back, well, no, she did because I ended up deleting them from her phone. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. There's no proof. Right. Um, and I said, I, let me see the phone. She goes, no, you'll delete them. I said, look at me. Look at me in the eyes. I promise you I will not delete those. And that's the one time you can do that. <laughs> and and then I, I basically lied and I deleted. <laughs> just, there was like five, six photos and a video and I deleted them all. 
So that's a, yeah, that's a good move. That's very good ninja skills on your part, bro. Yeah. So anyway, what's next on your list? Well, uh, two movies that came up. Now I know there were a lot of big movies this year. Well, actually, I'll say three. Um, uh, the Hunger Games. Wait a minute. Bring. You said two movies on your list. What kind of list is well, this? Well, th- this is like big moments oh, for, okay, okay. for uh, 2012. And uh, they mentioned Jennifer Lawrence from Hunger Games, The Avengers, and Batman. Or um, The Dark Knight Rises. All three really big movies this year. Um, and of course, there were other movies. But I think Jennifer Lawrence, they mentioned Hunger Games because that was such a breakout uh, performance and movie. People, I don't think, were expecting. Well, like we talked about last episode when we went over the duties. Uh-huh. She was the one that I voted for as far as um, favorite movie yeah. actress simply because she was very good in yeah. in, that, in a movie that I didn't care for. Yeah. And uh and Batman and Aven- I mean Avengers is obviously the movie of the year because it was mov- a movie that people were waiting for, geeks were waiting for and it fulfilled a dream, you know, of that coming together, you know, all those movies come together and all those heroes fighting together. That was kind of a big deal. I mean, how long have we been waiting for that? Five years, I guess, since the first Iron Man? Well, I, mean, I don't know about you. I've been, let's see, I started reading comics in about 30, 37 years ago. And so, yeah, I've been waiting for about 37 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I sat through, uh, I sat through the Superman series of movies and I sat through the original Batman series of movies. And, uh, you know, I watched the Thunderbirds and <laughs> none of it really satisfied. Um, another kind of big thing that came out this year was, and I'm just going through this list, was, um, oh, Whitney Houston passed away. We had a lot of celebrities pass away. In fact, let me find a list of other celebrities that passed away. So we need to get that Grammy music going here. Was it the Oscar music? Celebrities we lost in 2012. Well, recently, Jack Klugman passed. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which was funny. I I thought he had passed a while back. It's amazing he made it as long as he did. Because he had, uh, I believe he had throat cancer or something, and he he done a dog like that. Yeah, he got no, a dog that was, like that. You're thinking that of um, Rack J- Jugman. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I'm going through. Rack a list. is a very rare first name. Jack Klugman from the Odd that's Couple. Amazing. Quincy uh, M E. He right. died on Christmas Eve. Mm. He did this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude! I didn't. I was. So did Uncle Larry's father. Doing. Uncle Larry, friend of the family. <laughs> oh, Christmas Eve. Sorry about that. Yeah, actually, the funeral was Christmas Eve. David Brubeck, who uh, he was a jazz um, performance. He he did a lot. He's known for a lot of music, but Take Five is probably his his most famous piece of music. If you want to look that up. Um, You'd rec- you'll recognize it right off the bat. Yeah. What's it called? Take five. Those for the audiophiles out there who are listening to this uh, program in um, pure wave uh, wave format, uh, crystal quadraphonic They'd have to stereo. upgrade. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan yeah. passed away. Best known for the Green Mile. Anyone want to guess how old he was? Was he, uh, tell me he was older than Bernie Mac. Yeah, this is it. This is Take Five by Brubeck. Yep. He was like 50, right? 54. Yeah. A young 54. I see, I nailed song. it. I nailed yeah, it. You got it. Yeah, totally nailed That's it. That's totally what you 
were singing earlier. Yeah. When the horn comes in and starts yeah. doing the melody, that's what I was doing. Because I was trying to skip straight to the point there. I wasn't. Uh, that <laughs> you were like Bill. I, I wasn't. Yeah. It's Actually, I'm sorry. That's a saxophone. My bad. Um, Phyllis Diller passed away. Maybe a clarinet. I'm trying to remember. Phyllis Diller. Mm-hmm. Tony Scott. Do you guys it's remember? Clarinet. I think it's clarinet. Yeah, it's, Tony it's Scott is really Scott's right. brother. Right. And there was all that rumor about he was diagnosed with brain cancer, and yeah. so he committed suicide. That turned out to be false. Really? Yeah, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, he um, he committed. He just committed suicide. I don't get that. Uh, it makes you wonder what kind of you know demons are rolling around because I, I don't believe for a second that he was getting ready to lose his house, get homeless, whatever. I mean, I have no idea what his romance situation was, um, but what. What is it in there that you just say, oh, forget it. I'm done. I mean, you know, you know brain chemistry, something is not working right Yeah. Now. But what's, uh, what worries me is that is this something that um, shows up later in life? Like, say, by the time you hit your mid-40s? I mean, I, I, you say know. No, say no. Now, uh, Bill, I'm going to say a name. Brad, yes. you probably won't know who this person is, but Bill... If you get this, mm-hmm. I will be so surprised. If you say Frank Herbert, I, I will hug you. William Windome. Oh, yeah. W-I-N-D-O. Oh, yeah. We lost him this year? Yeah, we lost him that, this year. That is an unconscionable loss. Who is it? Yeah, all right, I'll let Bill tell mm-hmm. you. Could I, uh, could I interest you in a uh, quote? Yes, please. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Okay. Uh, it's going to take too long to open. Go ahead. Don't you think I know that? There were, but not anymore. I'm sorry, that kind of sounded a little like Harry mud? Perry. Hmm? Is that mud? No, that was uh, Captain... Um, uh, I don't know his name, but here's this picture. Maybe son of a gun! Oh, wow. He he was in the Planet Eater uh, episode. The Doomsday Machine. The Doomsday Machine. That's Gary the Mitchell. Greatest, the, no, that's not Gary Mitchell. No? Gary Mitchell was um, in uh, the second pilot where no man has gone before. Oh, my bad. He's the one with Silver Eyes. No, he was the one that... He basically played uh, Captain Bly... He uh, he had the two uh, data cards that he rubbed together, like uh, <laughs> Captain Bly rubbing the coins together. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, he was the one who uh, kicked Spock off the bridge, and then McCoy had to say, "Well, Spock, do something." You're afraid. You want to destroy? The oh, ship that's Picard. Never mind. You coward. You said you said kick him off the bridge, and then I yes. saw this this wave file is is labeled "Get off my bridge." Nice. My bridge. Now, if you had. Uh, if you had any wave files, I, the Doomsday Machine, that may be my favorite. If you said one episode go. of Star yeah. Trek from any you genre, I love that. That's a mock time. That may be that may be my favorite episode of all time. I, Bill, I'm up there with that because yeah. just the story and the technology that they yeah. were having to deal with was just crazy. Well, it's basically this cone-shaped item that is yeah. giant. And it destroys planets or yes. whatever it comes by. Ice cream cone space. Yeah. Now, only far more deadly. Have you seen the um, the upgraded version of that? Yeah. Yeah. They I've got the box good, set. They did a good job of not... They could have gone very fancy with that, but they kept it... Yeah. They kept it true to the original series, and it just looks better. In one of the few... And I mean few acts of modesty or minimalism or subtlety or whatever you want to call it that we've seen in, I don't know, since like the late seventies, maybe 
um, when they went back to remaster those episodes, uh, they took great pains to make the special effects comparable to the originals. Um, the main reason they had to do it was because the special effects were four by three. And, um, well, I guess the whole dang show is still four by three. That still bugs me. I don't want to get off on that rant right now. Um, okay. I'll do it really quickly. Hogan's heroes is in 16 by nine. Charlie's angels is 16 by nine. You can watch them on HD net, but, uh, we can't, uh, get uh, star Trek in uh, 16 by nine bugs me. Okay. Done. See, they not bad, it, huh? Did they shoot it in 60 mil, millimeter? Well, I, I assume they shot it on film. I mean, it clearly wasn't video. So if they shot it on film, they shot it in 16 by 9. I, I don't think that there's a film canister or film camera out there that works 4 by 3. Well, they, they can. What they can do is, uh, through the lens, they can, they can put uh, borders on the top and bottom. Yeah. So you do get a 4 by 3 even though it's shot on film. Why, I mean, yeah, why you would do that, I have no idea. I mean, you just take the masters and you just... Mm-hmm. You just lose the left and the right end, and then, you know, you turn into a TV show like they did for years and years and years and years and years and years. I mean, again. It, it may have been easier. That's an easier process. You don't have to worry about pan and scan. Yeah, it's just Yeah. So it just it tripped me the heck out when I whipped out those uh, that season one um, and season two uh, Blu-rays uh, remasters of Star Trek, the old series, the original series. And they were still in 4x3, and I went, uh, okay. What's next on your list? Ron Palillo. Ron Palillo. P- yeah. P-A-L-I-L-L-O. Mm-hmm. You know, you seem to know who he is. You know oh, who yeah. he uh, is? Horshack. Horshack. Arnold Horshack ooh, passed ooh, away. Ooh, 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 ooh. Mr. Cutter. That's a drag, because that's a guy that... Mr. Cutter! <laughs> I don't know what Mr. Palillo, Palillo was doing... Um, the last 30 years of his life. But to have something like that happen for you, and then chances are excellent you're, what, driving a city bus, you know, <laughs> 10 years after that, and the money that you thought was going to roll in forever slowed to a trickle one day, and next thing you knew you're having a hard time making that you know, car payment. Well, while I don't know this for a fact, I would assume he probably did some conventions and stuff like that. That's what those types of celebrities yeah. seem to do. Hey, when is this year's Mr. Cotter, uh, Welcome Back <laughs> Cotter convention, by the way? Because when, when is the Cotter Welcome Con? Welcome back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we, we because uh, I, I look forward to this year's, ticket yeah, 2013 Cotter Welcome Con. We're going to be in the house. I'm waiting for the what's happening. With a uh, name Wow. Since you All right, let's get off of death and go to something else. Right, what would the, what would the worst? What would the worst TV show convention be? Probably Hogan's Heroes. My two dads. <laughs> My mom, the car. As much as I love the show, yeah, probably a cop rock convention. <laughs> Ooh, well, there would be some serious camp value in that. That's uh, true. Um, maybe uh, if they had a special episode of Family Ties convention. That would be bad. If oh, it was a convention weird. based around nothing but special, ep- what about special episodes of comedies, like tonight. Or a Blossom On a convention. very special. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, I would now, love to see again, Or Little again, Wonder. There's some kitsch value ah, in these things. Wonder. I mean, we, we're, we're, we're talking about plumbing the absolute nadir. Real of, Housewives of New Jersey convention. Oh, wow. You are getting so close. See, you'd love to say a Jersey Shore convention would be so easy to say. And you'd be right. But again, there would be so much blinding kitsch value to it. There would be so much irony involved that 
you know, it would have some kind of merit. What about the CBS Evening News Convention? Oh, Ooh, wow. Rather. Yeah. yeah. Especially if, if it, you know, if Walter Cronkite was like the, the special attendee, it's basically like Lennon, he's in a glass case and everybody goes up and pays their respects and then they kind of ignore Katie Couric, you know, on their way to, you know. You know what else I'm going to buy with uh, Hugo's donation? What's that? In new. Yes. Wind. Wind. Uh, what are these called? Um, wind socks. Windscreens. Wind yeah. Windscreens. And an individual zipper bag to put each of our microphones in, so really? our so our mouthpieces don't touch each other's. Okay. Neat, huh? Okay. I just thought of that because I started smelling mine, and I yeah. was like, I wonder if I'm kind of really close to Frank's mouth. <laughs> well, yeah, I've always kind of wondered because uh, for some odd reason, I basically eat this mic, which may explain why I. Well, there's Project a little nipple so bite well. on it. Right. What's next? Uh, I'm okay, I'm going to leave you with this one. And let's see if music files can What was the best show tune of this year? John Lord. J-O-N. John Lord. Do you know that name? Do you know who that is? You have heard his music. He passed hmm. away at age 71. Uh, British rocker and I'm not composer. Coming up with it. Deep Purple keyboardist and founding member. Oh. That, that's him. On the water. That is crazy. 1973. The organ is one of the most underrated of all. I love, I love like an old organ like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I enjoyed a. Uh, let's let's kind of talk about technology here because I did find you know this this was the year of um, the Microsoft Surface, which was their attempt at becoming at making a tab. Have any of you guys gone to like a um, a Best Buy or something and tried it out? No, nope. no, I have not, and I hope I'm not being unfair to it. I don't think I've actually heard of this. Uh, it's they they have these advertisements of people dancing around with it. It is a great. Oh, the concept. commercials are awful. The 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 concept behind oh. it is great. And that's the they one. They got you... the colored keyboards and they're all yeah. they're all shifting okay. around the tables. Yeah, and no, all I've that not nonsense. seen one of these in person. Yeah. I I have I have uh, seen one in person. The technology is there, but it it needs a little more time to mature from what i've seen and it lags a little bit does it it's interesting yeah. are they underpowering it possibly uh i think it, well i don't know i don't know if it's just too robust i don't know if the hardware's not there yet yeah. but it's a good concept it's essentially they're really merging the pc with the tablet that's what this that's what they want to do with it okay so um you know, I I like the idea. Maybe the second iteration of it will be will be a lot better. But this one seemed kind of just it's almost there. You know, if, if I yeah. had a choice between someone put an iPad in front of me and a Microsoft Surface in front of me, I would take the iPad, just because it's just right. It's just not there. Yeah, nah, but, it makes you know, sense. Maybe and you know, iPad needs a competitor. I mean, essentially, since they came out with their iPad Mini, which was another big thing this year. Uh, not definitely as big as um, um, as the iPad, but I've seen a couple of people at work who have it, and they're pretty neat. Um, they they have the advantage of having the aspect ratio a little different. It's not sixteen by nine. Uh, well, and see, I I've compared uh, much 
much like uh, comparing my old uh, Droid X with um, like the Evos and whatnots. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing with uh, my Zoom tablet. Uh, um, the iPads are more almost a 16 by 10 kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit, they're just a shade wider and just a couple of pixels shorter from top to bottom. Um, yeah, this thing is, uh, it's weird because you look at this, you know, you look at like my, my zoom and you look at an iPad and you go, well, that iPod, that iPad is like twice the size of this thing. I mean, it's huge compared to this. And then you hold it up. The screen size is virtually identical. Only mine is a little more 16 by nine versus yeah. it's 16 by 10. Which I actually kind of like the sixteen by ten thing. You know, I mean, if you're gonna have black bars at the top and bottom, something you're looking at, you know, who cares whether it's you know one inch of black or three quarters of an inch of black bars at the top or bottom. So I, I like the size. Not I have a, a Nexus thing. Seven, mm-hmm. and I while I like the size, how it holds, yeah, uh, how how you can hold it and stuff. Uh, sometimes the thinness. Of the screen, yeah, be, it's hard to to do websites and stuff like that with. Right. It. Sometimes I find myself holding it um, more landscape than profile, and that right. helps a little bit. But um, the, yeah, the seven inch profile just, I it, it's good, but it's it's not my favorite. Yeah, I had a but uh, guy I, uh, do some work with. He um, uh, he had a he had a ten inch tab, and he ended up getting a, a Nexus uh, Seven um, because he said I could put this thing in my back pocket. You know, he said it's just. He said it's it's a great combination of, you know, versatility. But, but at that point, the seven inch tab, it's just like, well, shoot, just go get like a Galaxy Note or something. You know, <laughs> if you want a seven inch tab, because it's basically what that is. You know, um, I mean, even the the ten inch pad is great. But I find myself wishing that this were an eleven inch pad or an eleven and a half inch pad or something. I wish it was like the size of. Uh, well, okay, I'll just come out and say it because I'm a nerd and I'm okay with that. I wish it was exactly the size of a comic book page. Okay. It's it's okay. Is 10-inch not not um It's a little it's a touch smaller. I mean, mm-hmm. what what size is that right there? It's 10.1. Is it, it not it, big it, enough? What, it's big enough, but it what is are you not referring it, to, Brad? it is not as large as a Bill's page tab in a comic that he book. got. Yeah. It's, it's not as large as a tab. It's, it's close, it, though, right? It is close, yes. About, what, it's about not 90, bad. 90%? Nah, I'd say 80, 80%, give or take. 85%, maybe. Something like that. Um, it's small enough. It's smaller enough that you notice the difference. And um, on just a, a, a regular comic, I, it, you, find yourself, uh, you find yourself kind of wishing that the next page is just a normal page layout because uh, two-page splash, uh, two page splash is... You end up having to like, okay, now I got to resize this, now I got to do this and that. And the uh, the comic book reader that I use right now, um, I don't know, maybe there's another one. I had someone tell me, uh, uh, I think it may have been um, uh, Mr. Stall, Dino, if you're out there. Um, we're having a little Bino, by the way, Dino. What do you think? Not bad, huh? Who's who's Stall? Who's that? Dean Stall. Uh-huh. Um, he's just he's a good man. He's a he's a follower. Okay, and a listener and a um, yes. An artist, oh yeah, that's right. I apologize. And when I say hair. when I say follower, I don't mean you know literally. I mean that he for some reason he actually like very pays long to hair our news feeds. That's right and stuff. I apologize. Thank you for listening. Um. So yeah, uh, where? Okay, dang it! <laughs> you lost your. I'm about ready. To, yeah, I'm about to say edit this out, but I know you're not gonna, so I won't bother. Where the heck is I going with this? 
Well, let's talk about <laughs> styles. I, I brought up styles. It's a styles, perfect time to move on to the next topic. Styles from uh, 20, uh, 2012. Remember Angelie Jolie in that dress that was cut up all the way up there? I guess it was for the Oscars. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That came up as like uh, one of the big fashion things this year. What? Was, uh, Isn't it as a faux pas? No, it's not faux pas. It's oh, just, okay. Uh, it's okay. just she, uh, she made it work. <laughs> she had her legs lengthened this year. <laughs> now they go all the way up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I remember seeing that and going, hubba, hubba. In fact, when she was presenting, I seem to remember she was standing in a way that really showed off her legs. Yeah, oh she's my. standing that way on purpose. She yeah. thinks she was throwing the pose out. Now yeah. they go all the way up. I do, too. Let's, uh, let's look at the year in sports, Bill. Year in sports. Where's my open? Okay. Let's see. Uh, well, well, I know that the uh, I know that. Thanks for bringing this up, Frank. And we know the Cowboys aren't getting to the Super Bowl this year. Oh, yeah. We know they didn't get there last uh, year either. Up. Don't bring it up. God dang it! You guys watch. The you game know what we did after the uh, uh, my buddy John and I uh, watched the game and Bill. Uh, we watched the game together. It was another Bill, not not twin personalities or anything. Um, well, since when did you start re- referring to yourself in the third person? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Bill doesn't let's, like this. Let's not worry about that. Brad's hungry. <laughs> um, the uh, the game got over with. It took us about, oh, gosh, that game may have been over for up to maybe 12 to 15 seconds before we had uh, Ted rolling in the DVD and the, the Blu-ray player. Well, I mean, what, once, uh, uh, was it a fumble? Yeah. Oh, they, it was one of everything, man. Yeah. It's like they, oh, had, they had so many like. chances, and they just, they had a, they had a great chance of, you know, five and a half minutes left. They, they had, had more, another chance with three and a half minutes left. They had more left. chances than a Yahtzee marathon yeah. on Saturday night. Dude, that's a good one. And then they actually had a chance. I just made that like, up. I know, and I'm right impressed. Right the top yeah. of my head. That yeah. is good. And they actually had a down. chance with They actually had a chance with under a minute left. And it was just, I'm going to Facebook that right now, as a matter of fact. Yeah. That game was just, if, if, you hate the, if you hate the Dallas Cowboys out there, kind listener, you had a great time watching that Washington Cowboy game. So congratulations to you. Um, I'm a little mad that the, uh, the Rangers didn't win the World Series last year. That didn't happen. Yeah. Um, the Mavericks didn't quite make it back to the finals. How do you spell Yahtzee? Uh, Y-A-H-T-Z-E. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hey, Lance Armstrong. Like I said, who's the, who's, to... who's the spelling bee winner over here? That'd be me. Who's the barber here? <laughs> Lance Armstrong got uh, got stripped of all his awards from right. uh, Tour the uh, Tour de France. Hey, you know what? Today now we Tour can de say France. Uh-huh. You know what that means is that, and we can say we've won as many Tour de Frances as Lance Armstrong that has. Is That's right. That's pretty awesome if you think about it. That's right. None of us have had our uh, issues with our. Well, okay. And that guy show. Felix yes. jumped uh, from the way up in the hemisphere for that Red Bull event. He. Uh, he did the highest free fall jump and and went um, the speed of broke the sound barrier just a single allegedly. That was actually kind of cool. Did you guys watch that the streaming on? Yeah, uh, we watched a sucker live, and I was so I was so bitter. I, I hope everybody else was too. Were you Apparently, hoping he would like burst into flames? No, as he, I wasn't. As he entered the atmosphere, but you know they spent <laughs> they spent like two hours um, getting him you know getting him up to height. And he's sitting there looking, and he finally, you know, he he climbs out of the pod, and he's standing there, basically on his little uh, his little swimming pool ladder, hanging out that thing. 
and he's staring down, you know, at the curvature of the earth. And it's like, okay, three, two, one. Okay, well, hey, we'll be back uh, after this. These short messages. Yeah, it almost feels like you're belittling his. Uh, his well, no, what I'm not belittling his accomplishment. I'm belittling the way that the news, the media, uh, the, the media covered it exactly because they were afraid that he was going to burst into flames or die, or because there was, you know, I don't know how many people remember this, but there was a chance he could have. Uh, it, there was so little air up there that it wasn't like you can put your arms out and control your flight and you know fly around like a bird um if he had gotten into some kind of death wobble you know death roll death spin kind of thing he could not have gotten himself out of it and it could have killed him but but anyway so apparently on youtube you could have watched the yeah, whole thing you live could have watched the whole thing but streaming if you're watching on the tv like me and some on of the, my associates the, the tv he's lived here too long I was uh, I was doing a gig at AMS that day, I think, and so we had it on the TV, and um, yeah, we all sat there and watched it, you know, for like two hours. And he finally jumps out, and they cut back to, you know, they cut back to the the whatever the news studio was, and and um, they basically cut back to him as they picked him up from ground cameras. So you did not actually get to see the moment where he went what and became very tiny, very fast. I'm looking at, at what CBS considers the best shows of 2012. And now okay. Uh, K, uh, Key and Peele are they on there? I know really? Oh, I, Liam Neeson's. Yeah. I love Key and Peele. It's a quality uh, comedy show, very worthy replacement for the Dave Chappelle show, if you like that yes. kind of humor. Um, Homeland on Showtime, which I, I, I don't have Showtime, but I hear a lot of people say it's great. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good about that show. Here comes Honey Boo Boo on TLC. I want to punch anybody. Is this a best of list or is this just a notorious list? But I I would like to point out that TLC used to be known as the Learning Channel, and now it's just all reality television. Um, Well, you can learn how not to behave by watching those shows. Um, I I don't know if any of you guys. So TLC doesn't stand for the Learning Channel anymore, is what you're saying. Just like Bravo used to show. Bravo used nice. to show operas, and now it's okay. It's nowhere near that anymore. And now it's uh, a bunch of stuff with Carson Kressley. <laughs> um, if anyone watched Girls on HBO, if you nope. haven't, I highly recommend it. It's new, innovative television that is just is it a drama? Um, it would fall under the category of dramedy. It's a drama, uh, drama, real life. It, it just just four girls growing up in New York City, but it's done in a way that feels real. The dialogue is snappy, and um, it's it, it, you know the trend with shows right now is to have your lead not be as likable, like you know, a la House, a la uh, Sherlock Holmes, or Elementary. Um, you know, it's along those lines. Um, so this is written by Diablo really Cody. Uh, girls is written by. Leah D- Dunham, and she's also the star. Oh God, yeah, she's like a youngish thing, isn't she? She's in her she's mid-20s, like a kid, and yeah. she's really just kind of made it happen. Dang it! Um, Sons of Anarchy and Breaking Bad are some other shows that are worth mentioning. You guys want to bring up anything else for twenty twelve? Um, I had a. Uh I had a good time in 2012. I don't know. What else do you want? Well, my 2012 was pretty... My year in review was pretty good. I can't really uh, I can't really think of any complaints about this year. I've had better years. Hmm? But, 
you know, the last half of the year has been good with the new job. And so, yeah, what would be your highlight this year, Bill or Brad? New job with, you know, decent pay and great benefits and uh, stability. Okay. Yeah. Bill, how about you? Um, besides the, you know, love of my wife, family, you know, kids and all that. Blah, blah, um, blah. Probably just the simple fact that uh, that some company out there actually uh, – Actually, won me around, so that was kind of nice. Yeah, you I had a good time with that. Employed. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, it was just it was nice that uh, pretty much the 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 back half of uh, this previous year was uh, I was basically um, I was basically on staff. I mean, only I was sending in freelance invoices, but no, I was I was there four or five days a week, so it was uh, it was tremendous. Um. For me, it would probably be getting to go to, I guess it might be a toss-up, getting to go to Europe for work, which yes. was a lot of fun. I did miss episode 275 for that. Yeah. But, hey, them the breaks. And also uh, buying a new place. So I have this new place that I am uh, slowly breaking in. And, um, you know, one description I like to give of the place is it was it definitely has a woman's feel to it. Um, and so all my stuff just looks out of place. Okay. I mean, you're not going to... Um you're going to change those, are you? I mean, no, you're I'm leaving it, it exactly. You're going to give it soft. Because it's and, awesome. Oh, you know what else happened good. this year? Uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica stopped being oh. published. Yeah, that's I right. Remember it's just that. online. Yeah. And that was just because no one's buying them anymore. <laughs> They're just using it online. Uh, hey, Wikipedia. Thanks for killing real encyclopedias. Well, no. Now... Encycl- real encyclopedias still have their place. Yeah. I mean, they have to get, you know, you know, that's the source you go where stuff is researched and stuff. Wikipedia, that's crowdsourcing. You get what you pay for. Yes. Wiki, which is helpful, but, I mean, it's just like anything on the web. So how many how many times have you been on the web and you go, hey, what was that thing? You try to remember an obscure fact or something, and you just type it in on the web, and you go with the first answer you see. I mean, we've all done that. That's yeah, kind of what Wikipedia right. is, too. It's just you just kind of go with the first answer that sounds right. But the person who published that information could be a maniac, you know, not just on their website, but on Wikipedia, too. And Wikipedia does a good job of policing themselves. Um, I showed a friend, uh, for instance, I went in to one of the Super Bowl games, and I changed the score uh, from this was like Super Bowl 20. And, you know, it stayed wrong for about, Two minutes. Did you do that on purpose, really? Well, yeah. I just wanted to show him how it got policed and stuff like that. Two minutes? About two minutes. Wow. So anyone within those two minutes who were looking up would have seen the wrong information. But that's how easy it is. I I didn't need access or anything. I went in, changed it. There you go. What about the Mars rover landing on Mars? That was a big deal. That was pretty cool. Were there two or one? I think just the one. Curiosity. Curiosity, okay. Do you think they'll ever find life on Mars? No. I think they will. Of course, we can't forget um, the fact that the UN uh, General Assembly approved a motion granting Palestine non-member observer state status. That, you know, that's we, very important. We were talking about that just the other day. So you want to talk about slippery slope, there, people? Yeah. I mean, we were all sitting at the bar that came up, and that was probably like our Waterloo. I mean, we just didn't know what to do. We were beside ourselves. The UN Climate uh, Change Conference also agreed to extend the uh, Kyoto Protocol until 2020. Boo. Well, yeah. I I think it should just go till 2018. And Hurricane Sandy killed 209 people. That's, you know, that's never a good thing. No, it isn't. What is that noise? This was supposed to be funny, wasn't it? That about Hurricane (laughs) Sandy's not fun. What is that noise? Good. Hold on. You hear that? Yeah. 
No, I, think I don't hear don't anything stop. on this end. It's gone now. Okay. I just gave the. No, it's not. I'm kidding. I just gave. Oh, <laughs> I gave the mixer a Fonzie. What were you hearing? <laughs> oh, yeah, a little, little. Uh, yeah, the the noise floor did pop up there for a second. Bill, did you like the way I was closing my eyes and trying to to hear it like this? I'm actually hearing a very, very low end hum now. I don't hear it. Do you hear it? You might be able to pick it up using. Uh-uh. Well, um, you might be using use some forensic uh, audio. Okay, let's see. I turned up the monitor really loud. Okay, okay right. See, it's still there. Let's see. I I hear it. I definitely do. It's right yeah. there. Oh wait, there it is. Yeah, hear I that? hear it. Oh no, what is that? Okay, well, hey. Um, oh, it's gone. Hey, we're going to be uh, buying another new mixer. So, um, can we again. close out the show by talking about that movie that Bill wanted to talk about? Oh it's yeah, what not movie? a new movie. Oh, what movie? Land of the Lost <laughs> with the Will Ferrell. Certainly not. No, wait, I have to ask. ask. I have to ask. What brought this? It, why? It, well, why is this old chestnut being brought back? It's just you know, it's just one of those things we do here on the show. Uh, I ended up going over. A, okay, Let, you, do you know want what? the let's, long story let's or try the to keep blindingly this, long story? Let's try to keep this to a five minute discussion. Okay, so I go out and I get a, a new TV, and then I have to get a new receiver, right? Because the optical jack, uh, there's no optical between the receiver and the TV. So okay. I go get the new receiver. I plug it's everything really into the TV. I run the optical job, out. I know. I run the opt. Actually, I bought that all with freelance money. I'm going to be effing poor once the uh, real paychecks start rolling in, but that's okay. Um, uh, so uh, it turns out that everything hooked up through the TV, and then the TV running an optical out into the receiver is delaying the audio. As in, the lips are moving, and then the audio happens like a half second later. It's that, enough. It's enough to really drive you bonkers if you're paying attention. That to was it. happening to my sister's television. We had yeah. to. We had to redo that. And so I tried to. Uh, I tried everything I could think of. I went through all the settings on the TV. I. I even found a uh, way to like break into like the sub menus that the engineers use uh, on the cable box. Thinking like, man, if I could just delay the video by, you know. 100 milliseconds or whatever. Maybe I'd be in like Flint or something. And now there's no way that I know of um, to delay the video. So I was like, well, there's there's no other answer. The audio's going to have to catch up. So unfortunately, I had to go back to Fry's and I had to buy another HDMI cable. Now all the audio is running from the components into the receiver and then from the receiver to the TV and now all the audio is hooked up and life is grand. While I was there buying that HDMI cable, I, uh, I saw Land of the Lost for nine ninety nine on Blu-ray and I said, Score it. The so kids why, love that movie. So they've seen I do it too. before. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, we, we've seen that movie. I've probably seen that movie at least a half dozen times now, including the including twice the I've, blue, including okay. the two times I've seen it in the last uh, 72 and hours. What is now. it about that movie that, that makes you laugh so much or that you enjoy so much? The thing I like about that movie so much is that there are incredibly funny moments, but it is played straight. Um, there's a little bit of like friendly ribbing, you know? Yeah. You know, like where they ask him where he got his sample of hadrosaur urine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they relate that little story. They're, they're kind of ribbing him a little bit there. So it's not like they're all playing it. It's not like they're playing it obliviously straight. You know, it's not like straight man straight, but, um, but what it is, is it's not, it's not a, a it's not a series of skits. It's not, uh, you know, it's not slapstick. 
at all at any point in the movie. This movie is a situation comedy. Explain that because yeah, that's what you said to me, and that got me thinking. I'd really like to know what. what okay, you what that. that means is that they're not writing jokes per se. The situ the situation that the characters are thrust into is what makes it funny. You know, you're right. It's, it was almost like I because I watched the movie this morning yeah. and uh, was pleasantly surprised. Um, I had seen it before, but I had forgotten it. There was one time when I actually called Bill with tears running down my face <laughs> because it, there was this one scene. But and then Brad and I did a duet. But there are yeah, but there are there are. That it's almost is. like it felt like three or four episodes of a situation comedy slapped together and to make a full length movie. Yeah, could be. You know what I mean? It was it, what was odd was it was uh, written and directed by people I have never heard of. Yeah, same. But here. they captured the essence of uh, Will Ferrell at his uh, finest, I think. And I just I love the fact that that Will Ferrell, as usual, plays it straight. You know, there there's not there's no you know big bug eyes and you know I said it's literally not slapstick at any time. It's not it's not crazy one-liners and stuff. No, it's it's kind of played it, it's it's played it, like well, a, it, it's it's one-liners but it's not the wah wah right. one-liners. It's more of the line 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 that are funny funny funny. Like the, well, the line that B- Brad was playing earlier about they find that big triangle yes. pyramid and it's just one quip after another after another after another. Yes. If you really put an egotistical yet somehow clueless yet good-hearted uh, doctor and a research scientist uh, who is brave but uh, but young and bold and then a smartass who runs a gift shop in the middle of Death Valley together and actually sent them to the land of the lost, this is what might actually happen. It could dang near be a documentary. So... Uh, <laughs> I just I, I keep having lines roll through my head, and so there are a number of funny moments, you know, in the movie that are intended to be laugh lines. It's not like you know, this isn't like a Wes Anderson vehicle or anything like that. You know, I mean, this is intended to be a comedy. And the beautiful thing is that that okay, we watched Ted last night, and you know, they twenty thirty minutes of this comedy are dealing with the pathos of the girlfriend breaking up with. Marky Mark and Marky Mark having to break up with his teddy bear and you know I mean they spent probably twenty minutes you know trying to wring tears out of you or something I mean it turned into a drama it's like that's not cool this was a comedy all the way through it it, it never took that tonight on a special episode of turn you know it was just it was a lighthearted comedy all the way through and I mean I don't know about you but uh, even if you got the brain the size of a walnut you would enjoy this movie a walnut. You know what's funny is that I repeat, no immediate danger. The uh, the T Rex grumpy, yeah, right. There was a lot of references to the old TV show, which was really nice. Um, you're right; he, they played it straight, and it was I was going to say unintentionally funny. They weren't trying to be funny, but because they played it straight, but it was funny. Um, you know, Anchorman, his other movie that I love so much. Yes, they don't play it straight; they go for the laughs, right? right? Well, they get the same thing here by by just playing it straight. Yeah, and um, you know, Danny McBride is—you could tell he wanted to do so much more <laughs> and say so much more than he was allowed to do in this PG thirteen movie. I know I haven't had a chance. Uh, I just I read an interview with uh, Anna Friel, uh, oddly enough, 
um, just I think yesterday, and she was talking about how uh, both Will and Danny would, you know, they would line a Rama 10, 12, oh, yeah. you know, things at a time. And I, I know there's extras on the disc. I haven't looked at him yet. Um, but uh, we, you know, when we're done recording, I want to see the good, sweet heaven. Please let there be Linearama, <laughs> you know, on this because you know this could be, you know, Linearama from these people could be amazing. I I get incredibly jealous when when I hear you know truly funny people you know do that kind of thing. This is the scene that I was laughing so hard about. This is when Marshall, Will, and Holly, which is funny, you know, that their names. Yeah, they they find the um this big like environment where there's a bunch of stone slee stack statues and then there's this tall crystal pyramid thing yes. and it's humming and Danny McBride walks up to it and puts his hands on it. Here it is. What's this thing? Hey maybe this is where our ancient ancestors hosted the Latin Grammys. <laughs> Picture Santana hauling this sucker home. <laughs> now he's touching it. Ooh, and it vibrates. I wouldn't touch that, alright? Do you believe the love? <laughs> that is so dumb and childish. <laughs> Do you believe the love the love? He's walked up to it just Will, now. Will you please be quiet? Dr. Marshall needs silence. I can feel something <laughs> amazing. I really don't think you're strong enough. Oh, yeah, I can really feel it in my forearms. Yeah, usually you have to pay for something like this. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I was... Uh, <laughs> I was, I had totally, completely forgotten about that scene, and it just comes out of nowhere that he starts singing yeah. Celine Dion, and I lost it. I mean, is I, it Celine or Cher? Cher, Cher. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I, I could not breathe. I was laughing so hard. I said, "I got to call Bill because you know he said he wanted to talk about this, and I was, that's why I watched it again." And oh my gosh! And I was really kind of joking. I just I, I watched the film, and it was like, it's just this is one of those films that to me. It's almost like Monty Python. It, for somehow, if it doesn't get funnier every time you see it, it maintains the punch yeah. of, of all these of all these punch lines and stuff. Um, it just, I mean, we watched this movie twice uh, in in two days, and you know, both times I would just I'm howling. And there's so many. It, this is one of those where this should be a cult classic. There are so many quotable lines in this movie. You know, I mean. And just you know, you could go from beginning to end. You know, from from the Matt Lauer interview to he's got the brain the size of a walnut. To do you believe in life after love? To let me play another line real quick, please. Here we go. Caveologists say this old cave is a hundred years old and holds a thousand mysteries, or is it a thousand years old and a hundred mysteries? Well, that, my friends, is just one of the mysteries. He's Danny McBride runs this <laughs> little failed, a failed attraction, like his cave attraction thing out in the middle of absolutely nowhere with a gift shop and and Will Farrell and the and the girl they they coming here to because this is where this concentration of tachyon emissions yes. is and. Will Ferrell's got this invention, and and so they go find it, and then to get into the cave, they have to buy thirty dollars worth of stuff in the gift <laughs> gift <laughs> shop, and then he'll take them on the tour, like and the coffee mug he calls the yeah. perfect woman. Right. <laughs> anyway, it's funny if you guys 
haven't seen that movie and you're looking for something lighthearted, something really that you could watch with the kids. You know, yeah. there, there's the occasional uh, swear word, but it's not it's not full of swear yeah, words. It's, it's S bombs. It's not F bombs. Yeah. So it's it's nothing your kids don't hear on the playground. If you yeah. have, I I, re- I remember when this movie came out, there were a lot of people upset that Will Ferrell was doing Land of the Lost, that they weren't treating it in the same regard as the TV show. Right. Well, that's Obviously, ridiculous. the TV show wasn't a comedy. Well, right. But Sid and Marty Croft were producers. They were the producers of this movie. They weren't just execs. If you look at the credit list, right. the producers are Sid and Marty Croft, and they were in the room with the actors. They were with the actors during the production of this movie. So, they, So they get... You know, the, this movie got their blessing. Yeah, I was going to say that very yeah. same thing. It was, um, it was more just fanboys looking to complain yeah. about like well, that's not what. The TV well, I remember show someone like. just complaining, just crying bitter, bitter tears over the fact that they thought the CG of the T Rex was awful. <laughs> and it's like number one, like like that would be a reason to not see this movie because the CG of the T Rex is awful. Because that's clearly the point of this movie is how good the CG is. It was. It was really decent. And by the way, the CG of the T Rex was not awful. It was pretty freaking good. Yeah, you know, it was more than acceptable. It did. It. I mean, this wasn't like watching episodes of the Thunderbirds here. I mean, it. <laughs> it. You know, it looked good. If you know? you're a Will Ferrell fan or a um, Danny McBride fan right. or an Anna Friel fan, for those I've of never, you who enjoy Pushing Daisies, I've never heard of this girl. Uh, she was in a show called Pushing Daisies. And where none of the characters actually had names, uh, the lead character was the pie maker, and she was the girl. He he had this gift where the pie maker had this gift where uh, he could restore dead things to life with a touch, but oh. if he ever touched them again, they, they would, would die. Right. So sometimes he would like revive them so he could get answers from them to help solve mysteries. And no, stuff. you're thinking of no. Uh, I actually that was. God dang it, that was a, a British thing. Uh, was that a Doctor Who episode? What was that? Um, Actually, no, Brad. That's what happened. He had one minute to do it. Right. So he had to ask them questions. They were they were okay that they were dead, and then he would get the information he needed from them, and then that was pushing daisies. Yeah, yeah, pushing daisies. pretty sure. Wait, I it, totally remember that, but it seemed like that was from a more action oriented vehicle. I don't know. Are you looking it up? Yeah. This is uh this is interesting to me. And he had something where he couldn't touch the girl that he loved because Because he revived her and if he touched her again, she was gonna go back from right. once she came, which so, is ashes to ashes. So they had to have this relationship where he just a pie maker with the ability to bring dead things back to life with his touch, an ability that comes with stipulations. Um and I'm sure what you said was some of the stipulations. Wow, this is really this is really making my brain do cartwheels right now, trying to figure out what this show was. Um, okay, this in Torchwood, they had a plot line that was similar to this. Um, they were able to revive people for about a minute, and yeah, they would they would revive them and say, "I'm sorry, you're dead, but can you tell us about you know who killed you?" And the person would spend the first 30 seconds completely freaking out, understandably. And then they generally get 10 or 15 seconds worth of description or something out of it. And then the person would, you know, again, and, you know, they'd be on their way. Um, oh, here it goes. Boy, that was a show that uh, didn't uh, maintain its promise. One touch brings them back, while a second touch puts them in the ground again. Yep. Plus, if they return from the dead for more than one minute, 
the Grim Reaper has to compensate by taking another life. Ew. That's right. Well, that's not very jolly good. Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't the girl? I mean, he couldn't touch the girlfriend, Anna Friel, uh, hence the uh, the connection here. So, Sadil, man, did he, did they, like, did some poor Mongolian have to meet his maker early because she came back? Or I'll we'll have to watch it. I have to admit, I am not much of an expert. Hey, look, it's kid and play. You'd probably be gone by the time you look. Yeah. That's some nice. A, that is so. That is the closest thing to a, a stovepipe hairdo, yeah. whatever that is, that I've seen in many a year. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Well, we hope y'all had fun this week. Happy New Year, guys. Yeah. In fact, you want to watch some uh, Land of the Lost, see if there's some li- yeah, lineramas and stuff like that in there? Yeah, we'll, we'll throw them the, uh, the extras. Yeah. Okay. We'll, see what, uh, we'll see what the gag reel has for us. Well, next week, we know what you're doing next week. Next week, we'll be recording from my house. Awesome. And we will be talking about, we will be going over last year's predictions. Yeah. We all made predictions for 2012. Half okay. Hour Wasted, episode 251. 251. Johnny we'll M was a guest. We're okay. going to try to get him on the show with us. Awesome. And uh, we're going to see how well we did on those those predictions. And are we sock drawing for 2013? Yeah. And okay. then the next episode, we will be making our predictions for 2013. Okay. All right. So we... We we pull out we read what's in the sock drawer in two, in 2012, then we put more stuff back into the sock drawer there in 2013. Uh, I'm yeah. getting it now. It's going to be a little bit weird keeping that stuff at your house, yeah. but uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to trust you here. But all right, well, guys, okay, let's do some successful episode. You've been listening wasted. to Half Hour Wasted, proud member of the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Network. Visit the show's website at halfhourwasted.com and don't forget to visit the message board at formforgeeks.com. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or drop us an individual email at Brad, Frank, or Bill at halfhourwasted.com and follow us on Twitter at halfhourwasted. You can leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. Until next week, I'm Brad. Do you think I was more brevitous? This and, episode, and I'm really? Frank, and we'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. Do you think it worked? Do you think the audience noticed?